0: Yes, because you remember that a big part of this fight started because uh the law um, at one of the council meetings when we set the water tariffs um, via, violated or breached the caucus decision. the caucus had agreed um, to reject her water tax that she proposed where what was it sixty thousand objections against it had been received, and she persisted in that. Um, the caucus had taken a position against it and had it, um, taken an alternative view. And at the start of the council meeting, in our leader's address, uh, in the mayor's address, she just uh, persevered and just announced the, the the tax as she thought it should be. So we have a problem with a mayor that does not um, govern um, based on on the decisions of the majority, uh, and who does not respect democracy. Well, when we had democratic elections With our caucus. She announced loudly that she would not accept the outcomes and wouldn't work with the people elected.
1: I, I need to ask you a question, Mr. Smith, because in speaking to uh, the mayor, she has consistently said she believes that there are individuals who are out to get, get her. Now, you are one of those. In fact, you are the one that sent the dossier to senior DA leaders about the allegations against her, Do you personally want her out of the DA and away from the DA?
0: No, ma'am. The the issue here is, and I mean, she yesterday, last night, she put out a statement to say that she's not too big to reconcile with the DA. The issue here is not relationships. We're not children. We're professionals. I've been in council for 18 years. I've seen different mayors come and go. I can work with anybody. Uh, The problem here isn't personalities or, or like or not like. The issue here is that she's not fit to be a mayor, that what we have seen, the evidence of what we've seen, starting with the softer stuff like management style, bullying, undue influence, intimidation, the threats, the aggressive, divisive style that she has, where she purposely um, alienates some councillors and advantages to other councillors. Those are the soft stuff. But then you've got the serious stuff, the auditor general's findings that led to the city for the first time in a decade getting a qualified audit um, and the, the serious allegations in the Darman gofillen reports that said explicitly that she failed to deal with the act of corruption that she was aware of. Um, and in the city manager, Ahmad Ibrahim, who resigned, he did the honourable thing, um, where he himself says that she instructed him to, 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 to not take something further. So those are extremely serious allegations. It, it speaks to a character of a person who got so drunk with power, that they are willing to do whatever they think um, does not care about the rules, does not care about how they conduct themselves. And even in the last weeks, again, we've got more examples of um, awards, arbitration awards against the city that was given uh, to uh, officials who took us to court because, um, in the words of one of our executive directors, the mayor instructed him to alter the um, recruitment criteria for the uh, post of the area electors,
1: You say that uh, you're adults and you can work through this, and you even reiterated that she says she's not too big to try and make relations work. But from what you're saying, it sounds to me that relations are very strained, that it sounds like... It Sorry, ma'am, the- I don't
0: say we can work through this. The, the mayor must go. I mean, she cannot be mayor. Whatever, whatever happens to a party membership and everything else, but I'm telling you that this this person, is not someone we can inflict on the city as mayor. The public deserve better. We made a commitment in the elections. We've had a brilliant record of governance in Cape Town, unparalleled in South Africa. We have the highest level of service delivery, the highest level of access to services for the poor. We're proud of what we've achieved and the awards we've won. Patricia Demers has become a blot on that good name in terms of her conduct as a loss. And it wasn't just me. Patricia likes to do this little bit of sleight of hand where she deflects by trying to personalize and make ad hominem attacks on one or two people and suggest it to them. And she likes to play race continuously, which is part of the reason she's not fit for a, a party with an exceedingly multiracial caucus. You can't be a racist in a multiracial caucus. And she um, she likes to make this about people like me or Ines because we're convenient bugbears to point at. The point is, what, what, 30, 40 councillors went to go and testify to the TNAS and commission the majority of them of colour. The people who voted in the motions of no confidence, coloured and black councillors voted, what, respectively, 62 and 68% in favour of removing her.
1: You refer to her as this person, but she is going to be there for the next two weeks. And it goes back to the question that I was trying to ask you just before you answered now, Mr. Smith. The finger-pointing goes both ways. How are you going to endure the next two weeks? Are you going to be able to work together?
0: Well, how do you work together when you have a, a, a person who is willing to enter or to the centre level of toilet politics, such as we saw on the front page of the newspaper on Tuesday, where she's willing to target and victimize a a colored female whistleblower who came forward with great courage, one of Patricia's biggest supporters in the city, who was blindly loyal to Patricia in the beginning of the term of office, um, and who who changed her views, who came forward after uh, several things happened, including an SMS that was sent to her, to then ridicule her to try and make that off. Um, by simply suggesting, well, it's because there's a romantic relationship. Now, that doesn't change the fact that there's a text message. There's a concrete text message. So how do you work with somebody like that? It's extremely difficult to look that person even in the face and take them seriously or respect them. Now, I'm her leadership over the last few years has been littered with incidents in the caucus where she has so viciously alienated the caucus. Immediately after the election, that she screamed at the full caucus, all of you sit here because of me. I won this election. She's an incredibly divisively and and self-absorbed person. And yes, it will be extremely difficult to work with her, but she returns to the mayoral position as a lame duck because the DA has learned an, uh, an important lesson in not allowing the mayor too much power. She has raked in uh, successive levels of, of delegations towards herself. She has centralized power in council a lot. And we've learned a valuable lesson about why that is extremely dangerous. In the meantime, we've been changing these delegations rapidly so that she will now sit there without the power to change or do anything, which is why what she's doing is so irksome. because it really is just clinging to power for the sake of spite, for the sake of proving a point, for the sake of doing as much damage on the way out of the DA on her way to the ANC. So she can be an MP in the PAC, a leader in the ID, a mayor in the DA, an ambassador in the ANC, and presumably her payoff to the ANC is to be as big a wrecking ball on her way out, She can be. We will survive. We're busy with service delivery. While She was politing, We were fixing the budget and bringing down the tariffs, the insane tariff increases that she tried to inflict on the the people of Cape Town with an aggressively centralised budgeting process where the councils had no say in the the, the budget uh, drafting until it was way too late. Now, we have, in the last month, worked hard to fix that, bring those tariffs down, present a palatable budget to the public, and we've been able to do it because she's not been in the hot seat.
1: J.P. Smith, uh, that's the City of Cape Town's uh, Mayoral Committee member and DA Deputy Caucus Leader, as you can hear there. No love lots between the two.